just like taking candy from a baby. What is? It is, isn't it? Taking oh. candy from a baby. Mm. It's just like it. Mm. It's noisy in here. I like it. It's good. It, it feels like I'm on the streets. You can have hear the hubbub outside because but, it's a pedestrian street. You mm-hmm. don't hear the cars, but you hear the chirruping but of I think, the folk. Why did you shut that window and not shut that window, not that one? There's because, no noise of people. Because and now it's hot. Because the you was just so fat. I am quite because, fat, and that's why you're hot. Well, I'm going to take this jumper off. That's not helping. The reason that I closed that window, which I'm sure will be fascinating to everyone in perpetuity, is that... People are writing this down. ...is that there are men of a class with which you usually do not associate who are about to start doing building works. Ew! And they'll be very loud. Builders? And it'll be sort of handy work, so don't. Why is it so hot? It's not particularly hot. You're just very fat again, I'm fat. and I'm very sad that you've gone fat again because you were gone so fat fr- again. I yes. was, I wasn't gone you, were, you were, you were as thin as a rake, and <laughs> I are as fat as a lake. I've lost actually. I have. I got fatter, and I'm losing weight again. I'm down to six pounds. Stop your worst. yo-yo nonsense. I know it's very naughty. You just need to pick something, stick with it, and stop giving yourself treats. You you don't deserve. Problem- Say to yourself, I don't deserve I treats. I don't deserve happiness. You need to change the way you live, not the way you diet. Yes, I do. But I need to do some exercise at all. That would be good. Why don't you? Because I'm very busy and very lazy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think you've witnessed I'm also quite busy, and you know I'm quite lazy. And You're, not lazy. You're not lazy. I'm, I'm lazy in the sense that I don't like doing the washing up. Yes, but you... <laughs> I torment your poor innocent wife, yeah. that's true. Actually, there are certain tasks which just cause me such internal despair yeah. that I, it's not... It's just, to, just to call it laziness would be wrong. It's, it's we. It, there's a kind of, oh no, not mowing the lawn. There's <laughs> just, it's a certain subsection so of tasks. So does task. Victoria mow the lawn as well? Of course. <laughs> I do... I, Laura thinks she does half the washing up. I do most of it. Do, it does she do play-play washing up? <laughs> she does. So she splish, splash! Splish, splash! Oh, look, the, 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 the place is still full of gunk. That's not quite fair. But no. I do I do most washing up. Laura believes it's split halfway and we no. agree to differ on this matter. Well, you do most of the cooking, so actually Laura yes. should do all the washing up, to be fair. Well, Laura does lots of other things that I have no interest in doing. Like, like tidying all your things in places you can't That's right. Them. Well, dusting and hoovering and other things I would absolutely never do if no one else did. Now, everybody needs to email podcast at rumdoings.com. But they won't. But they won't. Or they need to send us an amusing or interesting message to uh, at rumdoings on Twitter, but they won't. This is episode mm-hmm. 99C. C. If you don't know why it's 99C, you're going to have to listen to 99A to find out, because we won't tell you the dastardly secret. secret. Um, secret. Is there a topic to there episode is a topic. 99C? What is it? Are you going to give up swearing for Lent? That's the topic. Okay. Lent. 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 Yeah. I'm You're dr- a Jew. You I'm, shouldn't be allowed to have anything nice for I'm, a month. Or ever. Ever, probably. Yeah. I'm, drinking, I'm drinking green tea. That's not very nice. Would you like to taste it? No, it sounds horrible. Actually, you've sold it really poorly. So well, well, no, but you've tasted it. I don't smell it. I don't need to taste it. Mm, very spiteful indeed. Have you ever had green tea? Yes, many times. And have it's, you ever been horrible. able to get on with it? I don't know why I keep drinking it again. It's, it's like horrible. medicine. It is, isn't it? I've got a nice Starbucks coffee here. Much mm. better. So you don't mind Starbucks? No, not at all. Not, not since I started using all fair trade coffee in all their beans. All? Yep, 100%. That's very unusual. Why mm. do they do that? Because so many people like me refuse to go to them, I imagine. It was doing their PR terrible damage. And why don't the other coffee firms also do that? Like I don't Costa know. Itself? It's interesting. Why does Costa continue to sell slave harvested coffee? It's interesting. Mm. And Nero. What do you think of the latest issues about slaves being employed in Britain? 
I think the the current estimates of 27 million people in slavery in the world right now mm-hmm. are terrifying. No, far higher than they were during Wilberforce's time. Yeah, that's ironic, isn't it? Mm. But I is it ironic? Yes, it is ironic because people think people are more liberated now. Exactly. Then, so there is an irony. So I'm there allowed to say ironic. Can I ask you what you think of the slaves in Britain who are forced to work when they're young? Oh. Or they'll lose their benefits. Oh yeah, gosh. Well, there are... I don't know whether I'm going to be hysterical about that or no, because I, I haven't looked at the deep specifics well, of it. I think it's important to stress there are genuine slaves in Britain, mostly in the sex industry. Yes. And that's... No, you're incorrect. <laughs> no, you're incorrect. They're, they are not mostly in the sex industry. They're actually mostly in the housekeeping and indentured service. That's industry. not slavery, that's servitude. No, it's where people have their passports taken away from them. Right. They're forced to work for their master or mistress, clean their house for no money. And it does, that, that. That does happen and too. That's, and that is actually more common I don't know. in the sex I, industry. I have... However, people are more interested in the sex industry because it's more lurid. Well, it's more lurid, but it's also more horrendous for the person to which it's happening. No, neither is in any way good, but to the way that the uh, girls, they're told they can, uh, they'll be nannying or au pairing over here. They come over, they're locked in a room and raped repeatedly for a fortnight and then uh, mm. let loose on the customers. Well, there you are. It's just things a bit worse than... Uh, I don't know. If, if, I, I, had to choose, one of if I had to pick between doing the washing yes. up or, or being raped repeatedly, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's a tough one. I told you what I thought of washing up. <laughs> That's true, it's a good point. <laughs> you know, um, at least I'd, I'd hope there'd be some variety in the rape, whereas there's no variety oh, in the washing up. It's, it's really quite astonishing, horrible that's going on in our lovely country, but... Yes, this thing of forcing people to work, do work, free work experience, or whatever it is they're calling it, for stacking shelves at night. Work fair. It's just no, they're astonishing. Not stack, they're not stacking shelves, they're getting valuable experience of the retail industry. That's right. For future employment It's problems. just really bizarre, and hearing David Cameron defending it at Palm Prime Minister's Questions yesterday, with no, no sense of anything, there might be any nuance or issue with it at all. It was, of course this is a fair thing to be doing, of course this but is But he fine. also defended the health bill too. That's true But then too. so did your MP, so... My MP... You already yeah, voted for it. Yes, of course he did, because it's evil. And if he can find something <laughs> evil to vote for, he'll leap upon it. Yeah, he... But Nick, he's still fighting against the gulls in Bath. I beg your pardon? He's fighting against the presence of gulls. Sea seagulls. No, seagulls as normal people. As no one should call them, because there's no such thing as a seagull. Well, rather than a river gull. <laughs> or a space gull. <laughs> space gull. Um, yeah. So Actually, we... there are gulls in space. You know, in Star Trek, there was a group called Gull... Something or other. You're just making that. No, up. I'm not. People um, email in if I'm making up that, <laughs> that in Star Trek there was a certain. Um, was it a Cardassian rank? I think it was a Cardassian rank. Oh yes. I can't remember which who, who the most famous girl was, but there was certainly girl, somebody or other. Yeah. So there we are. How exciting. So you're incorrect. I've asked people for tweets and no one's replied. People are terrible, aren't they? They are the worst people of all. Why are our fans so bad? Fans. I said, oh, actually, nothing's updated on this Twitter. Maybe oh. that's the issue. Why are our fans so bad? Fan- <laughs> mega fans. Why are our mega fans so terrible? Why isn't the, the tweet updating? I'm not sure why the tweet's not updating, but maybe that's less fascinating <laughs> to talk about than washing up, perhaps. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I think it's because, well, here's, here's my, my theory, mm-hmm. which is... Um, oh, this thing's buzzing. Yeah. Uh, which is... when of, Which podcast do you listen to? Um, I listen to, I've told you before, I listen to the Cancer Cast, I listen to um, Marco Mode and uh, mm-hmm. Simon Mayo's film reviews, mm-hmm. I listen to Radio Lab sometimes, 
I listen to uh, latest in paleo. I listen to there's a new grammar podcast on oh, yes. my slate which I listen to, uh, and and so forth. I I try to listen to my brother, my brother and me, but something about it didn't, didn't work for me. I, 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 I don't I don't bear it any grudges. It just doesn't work for me. I don't think it would. Um, and to which of them have you ever have you made contact? I've not ever made a contact mm-hmm. to, to a podcast, I don't And think. if they said at the end of the episode, hey, email in with your thoughts. Well, they do, don't they? Would you have emailed in? What would have... No, the more important question is what would have caused me to email Well, in? that's the thing. I wouldn't either. Competition time. <laughs> I wouldn't either. And so that's my theory, is that we have lots of people who listen who are just like us and yeah. therefore have no interest in Lazy communicating with us. Lazy, slobs, incommunicative, antisocial bastards. That's right, that's the, the majority of our listeners. When did bastard become such an important swear word that it, that even when they were doing film reviews on Radio 5, no, they couldn't call it inglorious... That was really strange, because... Bastards. Bastards. Bastard is, is a perfectly good word. Okay, it has... It just means... I mean, the worst it can mean is, oh, they're not very nice people, or it means born out of wedlock, but in... Mm-hmm. Whence more than that? In America, of all things, of all places, America is far more relaxed about bastard. You can hear that on the average sitcom. Um, they'll lay down a bastard. It's very odd. It's always been on Family Guy. It's all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've heard it on. I remember hearing it on Friends. Mm. You know, it's a very. It's a, it's not a offensive bastard. word. You can't say asshole, mm. but you can say bastard. But over here, bastard feels much ruder. Well, I wonder why. I don't know. It seems strange to me. I mean, it certainly lost any of its initial status. Who cares? Except Jesus. Well, Whether friend, you're born out of wedlock. Your friend Stephen Fry used to say on his adverts from your smooth-talking bar steward. But the very fact he had to tweet it up. Showed... Well, no, 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 because it was a joke. But the no. joke was that he was almost saying something rude. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. And he had to tweet it up so precisely he couldn't say bastard on the advert. So he had to, ooh, I'm being a bit naughty, you know. Right. And that, that points out how that word still had currency, which is odd. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, it probably shouldn't. In either because it's lost its original sting of all born out of wedlock, and it's also lost any other associative. It's not like it's associated with anything else that's scatological or sexual. Is no, it? that is that which is surprising. It doesn't mean winky. No, yeah. and it doesn't mean anything to do with religion. It does, it does, bloody, oh, that's Jesus' blood. You're being nasty, or no, do hell, you not, no, no, no. Do you not know where bloody comes from? It's by Our Lady. Well, I, that uh, sounds like a retcon to me. But. I don't believe it is. I believe it is just an abbreviation of by Our Lady. And some Christians are very upset about saying hell, hence heck, and so on. Yes. Unless they're actually specifically talking about your fate in hell. They don't want to use hell as a placeholder for something bad, which is odd, because, you know... It's fine. I prefer the word... Why would you take hell's name... Why would you worry about taking hell's (laughs) name in vain? I prefer the word heck, though, because it's funnier. Heck is a much more funny word. Oh, I saw the Muppet film last night. Oh dear. The Muppet movie. It was really good. It's very weirdly paced. Is it? Um, it's slow. Well, I saw um, the orange advert. Yes, I know. So did I. And that really almost put me off. So well, I'm exactly. Interested. We talked about the orange advert before, didn't we? Yeah, I never um, saw it. And, well, the, 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 the movie, thankfully, has no such things. It's meta all the way through. It's very self-aware. Right. They talk about things like, they refer to the fact they've just sung songs and done dances. Okay. Um... They refer, they refer to the fact that it's a movie on at least two occasions. But do they... Um, and when they how, to, the, how are the voices? That was what I was wondering. When they want to travel somewhere quickly, they travel by map rather than car. So, which is <laughs> well, that's, that's it. But how yes. are the voices? The voices are absolutely superb. They're not the original voices. There's no original voice in there. Because you wondered whether Miss Piggy pop in to play Miss Piggy. No, Frank Wells doesn't play a voice. Um, but 
the Miss Piggy is perfect, pitch really? perfect. Yes, really good. So the, um, and the K- Kermit, ah, Kermit is the usual. The Kermit part. is much gentler than Jim Henson's Kermit, but just lovely. And the puppeteering, more importantly, is so spot on. The hand flexes inside his head are done so expertly. So it's proper Kermit. Um, he's not like st- something. I think Kermit's CGI been done really static or before. CGI. Kermit. It's not CGI. Um, Why did they suddenly decide to do a Muppet? That's film? the plot because of the movie. Muppet, Muppet, the Muppets franchise had almost that's effectively the, died that's hasn't the plot it? of the movie Jason Siegel who plays Marshall in uh, they, they didn't dare to refer to the fact they're now owned by Disney we're uh, owned by Disney now they don't Jason Siegel who plays Marshall that was a missed in, opportunity who plays Marshall in How I Met Your Mother wrote the movie I don't know and How see, I Met Your Mother okay, well, he's, you he's, have mentioned it before he's a comedian a in, in, ago, in, in, I remember everything you've ever said it's good. and you said it was a sitcom which wasn't brilliant but you still liked it precisely correct yeah. well done um, so Jason Siegel is a very funny guy he was also in the film Forgetting Sarah Marshall where he shows his willy at the beginning um, why, does he, why does he do that? Is he proud of opening, it? I think he should be. It was quite big. Right. Um, it's a good opening joke. Um, anyway, so he, he wrote the movie as well. So it's, what it, and it comes across as someone who loved the Muppets when he was a child, who's now rich and famous enough to get away with making a movie about something he loves, making the movie he would want to make. So it's, it's very self-referential. He plays a guy whose brother is felt, is, a, is essentially a Muppet. Um, and they grow up together, and he's got this 10-year long-term girlfriend, but rather cutely he still shares shares a bedroom with his brother in right. a set for single beds and you know the closest you see to them doing anything rude is a kiss on the kiss on the cheek I think is this a, is this a um, G film it's a U it? yes yeah, or G um, film in America and um, and, and so they're, and they're going to LA on holiday he and his girlfriend are going for anybody to who wonders LA is an abbreviation for Los Angeles <laughs> A large city on the west coast of the United States of America. Thanks for bringing that up, Andrew Collins. Mm. Um, <laughs> I heard it on Radio 4 yesterday. Anyway. Oh, I heard that awful voice coming out of Radio 4 as well. I had to turn it off. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's nice and I, I like his voice. The, so they go across to LA, but he brings the younger brother with him and they go to find the Muppet Theatre and it's completely run down and lost. And it's going to be destroyed by an evil Texas oil baron called Tex Richmond. Um... <laughs> And uh, unless they can raise $10 million in three days or something. Which is bizarrely the plot of the last Muppet film that everyone forgot. Which is the one with uh, Whoopi Goldberg and David Arquette in which the Muppet Theatre is going to be closed down unless they can raise enough money to stop the evil Jenna Elfman but what, from, but what, from knocking And Jenna Elfman is evil because she's a Scientologist. She's just a Scientologist, so she's very she evil. She actually is evil. Um, Scientologists like keeping child slaves. They do. They, have, yeah. they love child slaves. Oh, wacky. <laughs> wacky old Scientologists. And they're spacemen. Child work camps. Yes. Um, but it's a really delightful, sweet film, and it's got some lovely songs in it. Which they, I love the fact they refer to the songs because they joke right at the beginning when they're all when they leave, they do a huge song and dance number in a whole town, small town where they live, and the whole town is dancing in the streets. And then as they drive off, everyone in the town, one person cries out, "They've gone!" and they all just collapse to the ground. And, mm-hmm. and it's just full of little references like but that. But doesn't doesn't matter that the Muppet Theatre would close. I mean, what are the great greater societal or economic you need to implications? See the movie. It's what the movie is about. You need to see the movie. Hmm. Um, but do I? Will I, I enjoy no, you it? Don't need to. I think you will. It's like I say, it's really it. strangely paced. I have, I have a confession. Yes. Even when I was young, I was never completely in love with the Muppets. I was never in. I was in love with Sesame Street. And I, was an adult I sort of, than anything. and I sort of wondered why everybody adulated them so. There well, were other things I liked more, and I thought, right. well, okay. I mean, I saw which was the Muppet movie where Kermit was on an electric chair, and he had this silver, the silver dome put on. He was about to be electrocuted to death. I don't know. And that that disturbed me. I'm not surprised. 
Well, if anybody just, can email... You see the David Arquette one where they have... If anybody can email podcast yeah. at rundoings.com and tell me... And I do remember, I think he actually said, oh, and that's a, an electric yarmulke or something like that. Right. I, I don't think I dreamt well, the scene. You should see the last Muppet movie that everyone forgot where I think it's Ralph the dog. It's either Ralph or Gonzo in bondage gear in a cage dancing in a nightclub. Right. You see that everyone, no one saw this movie. Whoopi Goldberg plays God. And anyway, so the other lovely thing about this film is there are so many cameos that, and then they even list the credits have a list of cameos that doesn't even cover a third of the people who cameoed in the film. Mm. So you've got like people like Zachary Levy who's turning the, up for who doesn't even have a speaking. Line. Who's the best cameo? Um, the most surprising cameo. I think the best one the line, ca- the best one line cameo is. Um, oh, my brain's just forgotten his name. Doogie Howser, poor guy. Oh yeah, still being remembered for that name. What's his name? He's in How I Met Your Mother as well. Something, something, something. Oh, and then another really lovely cameo. That's you, his name. You hate The Big Bang Theory, but the guy who plays Sheldon, The Big Bang Theory, plays, Big does Bang a lovely character Awful in it. Vile. Sarah Silverman pops up for five seconds. Oh, just which say is nice. She just shows someone to their table in a diner, and that's it. That's all she's there for. Um, <laughs> mm. It's just really packed. With Dave Grohl appears at one point. Um, doesn't Again, mumbles in the background, no actual lines. Mm. Zachary Levy, who plays Chuck on Chuck, he, he, just, he doesn't even speak. He just appears mm. in the Menomina thing at one point. It's uh, just... I, I, the Menomina shouldn't have happened. That upset no, me because it's been see... turned into a... I thought the phenomenon being Menomina was a joke that happened mm. after the um, the Muppets and now they've taken that as their own joke and I no, don't like no, that. No, it's from the Muppet show. Did they actually say it? What do you mean by phenomena? Menomina. I thought the, the conversion of Menomina to, oh, right, to phenomena, phenomena was a later thing that happened and I don't like the way they've now oh, twisted no, they the history. They don't do a phenomena joke, no, but Muppets t- the Muppets tonight... They do They do a phenomena joke on the Orange In the Orange Ever they do, yes. And that made me cross. But then the, in Muppets Tonight, which was their abortive remake of the Muppets, they, um, they had uh, a phenomena sketch with Sandra Bullock and that begins with her saying phenomena. She's being a psychiatrist to Kermit and that begins with her saying phenomena and then they go off it that way. So yeah. they have the right strip from that joke. The double fine adventures failed, hasn't it? Because in the oh, last yeah. few days they've only it's really got to seventy eight thousand more in two days. They're oh, only at two two million and seventy eight thousand when I last checked. So, was it? Yeah. Should we explain what that was for the nice lady in general? Uh, we mentioned it briefly before, before they'd actually completed, but they've okay. now gone over a million, now they've gone over two. So Tim Schafer, who made, who was one of the three, four people who was at the helm of the Monkey Well, we did games. mention it, so we don't need to talk about it too, too much detail. I don't think we did, because we did. I don't remember mentioning Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle and Great Bandango, Psychonauts. We mentioned it. No, I don't think we did. Well, you can mention it again if you want, Uncle. In fact, I think that, no, we can't have mentioned it, because the last time we recorded was so long ago. No, we did. It was before the Kickstarter started. No, it hadn't. We, it had started, we were excited. Anyway, talk about it again people will be interested I'm interviewing him tonight oh good well done on the telephone I'm very excited can you tell him that I'm not impressed with the way he's run this campaign <laughs> no. and, I, and I do mean that and the reason why not because he's shown a certain lack of in, lack of enthusiastic interest in the campaign itself on Kickstarter because there's certain more ways you do oh, okay. there, there's been one lackluster yeah, update um, which is and the update I thought was inappropriate he, he did his usual oh I'm a bit Klutzy and I'm not that interested shtick on the YouTube videos. Oh, I guess you're going to have to record this again kind of thing. In a kind of pseudo-armwee voice. No, actually, now you switch all that postmodern crap off and just be really excited. What's he talking about? His latest update. Oh, really? Which has a video on it. And it's kind of slightly lackluster. Obviously not really lackluster, but pretending to be a bit... And now's the time when you switch off all that... Right. That wryness and you just archness and you just get really excited and you post hundreds of updates every day. And I think he would be at two and a half million dollars now if he'd have done that. 
He on Twitter is rather doing, than the measly two million. He on Twitter is doing exactly what you want. He keeps tweeting about how he's nearly crying with happiness and how wonderful it is, and he's making it. You know, his Twitter presence is making it very clear how delighted he is. Well, and so he should be. Well, of course. Um, it's amazing. So he wants to make a game, and he asked people for four hundred thousand dollars, and within four to five days, got to two million. Yeah. Um, people wanted a game. And the uh, and I find also interestingly, but that you might say, well, okay, he was a very popular pre-existing um, developer and he had previously sat on the shoulders of quote real unquote publishers so it's not surprising that he's making use of that uh, legacy and he's got the support. I don't know what you mean by sitting on the shoulders of everyone in the games industry who isn't independent is publishing through Exactly, publishers. who isn't independent. So you might say well the argument might be that, okay, he's just... This is the tail and legacy of what publishers have done for him. And that's how he's getting this. But what I, that's why I found the other little test that I was using for that silly little comic book. Mm -hmm. The Order of the Stick, which has always been independently published. Yes. And is just supported by its fans. And it's also a very unique subset of fans. People who are interested in specific sorts of Dungeons and Dragons-y sort of games, as far as I could tell. Okay. And I kept looking at it, and he was, of course, updating every day. I mean, the actual comic interests me not at all, mm -hmm. but as a sociological example, it interested me, because they were genuinely completely independent. He'd, he'd always self-published and so on. At the end of it, he'd gotten up to one and a quarter million dollars. Wow. And how much did he ask for in the first place? Uh, 50,000, <laughs> something like that, just to do repri enough reprints for everybody. <laughs> And I thought that was very interesting. And every and, and 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 what was the most interesting was to get him over the to get the last quarter of a million or even a bit more than that. Mm -hmm. he, he kept offering you little presents if you gave yeah. more. But one of the last ones that he did said is, "Look, I mean, I care. I might give you a sticker or something, but actually, I'm not going to give you any specific promises for this. But what I will say is, this will then fund the continued development of this work." Mm -hmm. And then the line went almost vertical. And, so, and that I found very interesting because that was my theory writ large. What is his commitment to that money, though? Now, he committed to the first 50k or whatever it was to make a reprint. To, what to, is to, his obligation to do with that money? Can he just put the money in his bank account, live off the interest and be a happy man for the rest of his Well, that's, that's an interesting question. I don't think so. I think there's an implied contract. I don't but, but is there? That's yes, can yes there is. Well, what happens he's made he an did? offer. The, he's made an offer. The mm. offer has been accepted, and there has been consideration in the amount, in the form of money. So yes. But he's got enough money now to put it in the bank. Say interest rates come back. Yes. He's got enough money to put it in the bank, live com re relatively com comfortably on the interest. He has to give people what he promised to give them. Their stickers. Of course, he's in so. America, so he's going to have to give half of it away in tax. Mm. Um, so he's not going to have to live off the interest yeah. directly. But he. Presumably has enough that he doesn't need to work again mm. and can, can continue producing his comic if that's what he's doing. But when does he have to? When can he stop? If he does spend five more years working on that comic, mm. and then uh, we should produce selling so continued source yes. of income to, yes. with this incredible, you know, he's yes. got at least that seven hundred. And he's talking about new projects as well. in the bank. New projects. Yeah, but as if well. he doesn't do those new projects, if he decides after five years of writing this comic, I've got enough money to retire. I'm going to go and live on in the Caribbean. Is he letting down the people who gave the money? When that's what these that's what these Kickstarter things don't settle is what is that contract? Like Tim Schafer asked for four hundred thousand, he's got two million. Well, the, the, Why the, can't he go and spend well, the one point six million on as long uh, as on a, on a well, yacht? As long as he gives what he's promised to give, I think he can. But can he? But if he goes and buys a yacht for one point six million dollars, I might ask him about this tonight. Actually, mm. um, if he's got as long as he produces the adventure game in the end of it. 
that fulfills what he well, exactly that's but available on Steam but, and bears some relationship to an old style adventure game. But there you go, two levels. Um, open the door. You don't have the key. All of the keys on the ground. <laughs> pick up key. Put key in door. Well done. You've won no, the adventure no, I game. I insist that it at least has the key in the other side of the lock and a gap under the door and a piece of newspaper yes, and a exactly. pencil. I insist yeah. it because every adventure game yeah. has to have that in stupid fact, puzzle. In fact, you need to tell him that. Yes, tonight. Tell him tonight that you demand that he does it. Uh, that he, <laughs> sorry, you demand that he do that. Otherwise, you'll kill his children. That's a good. I, I don't. I don't know if he's got children. I, no, I think he does. Yeah, he must I don't know. He's, he's old think. enough now to have children. He certainly is old yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not, even I am a little bit happy to be seeing a proper adventure game come. Sounded like I was going. Certainly, he's old enough. Like, <laughs> he's an old. I mean, he's that's not, sad. He's not in his thirties anymore. I'll, is what I mean. I'll tell you what's sad though. It won't be brilliant. No, I it's don't. sort of it's sort of can't because it's, it's 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 out of time and it's been overhyped and it, there's it's nothing overhyped. there's nothing you can do it unless it turns up to it turns out to be the third coming of Jesus. Not even the second would be good. Enough. <laughs> if it turns out to be the third coming of Jesus in it's, pixels, then maybe. Otherwise, no, it, it can't. It cannot live up to the hype. However, when it comes out in a year or so, or maybe longer. That hype will it will be remembered as this game, but I wonder. If, I mean, if it came out this week, then no, it would. I also would wonder whether the game. genre is better remembered than revisited. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've. It's uh, a bit I, there's, there's a company in okay. Germany called uh, Daildus who are making really top. Well, top, when you say really not, top, well, it's hard to describe. They're not brilliant games, but they're close. They're beautifully made. When I say top, I mean top yeah. graphics. Really lovely effort goes into them. They lose a lot in translation, sadly, which is their big failing. Are um, they voiced? Yes, but they're voiced by a British cast, and they do a really good job. But every single game, you listen, thinking the actor read that line out, not knowing what that was meant to mean because it was badly translated from the German, and you have to. And it, it that happens. Not every line, but it, it crops up here and there. Plus, they're a bit. German adventures tend to go off in this quite specific direction of focusing in t- certain things that appeals to a German audience that doesn't necessarily appeal to the US, UK audience. Racist. Yes, very much so. What would appeal to a German audience that wouldn't appeal to a UK, US they're business? Much more, Genocide? They're much, racial purity? <laughs> very much, convoluted compound nouns? Exactly. It's the compound and that's nouns all of Germany and sauerkraut. Well, the, 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 the puzzles are very, very particular and fiddly, which I think is... is, uh, is that is, is racist thing. It is racist. And also the jokes, the humour is of a German style. And they're pretty funny games, actually, but they're, they're not that kind of... They're a different type of human. But the Germans are buying these games, I assume. Otherwise, it wouldn't yeah. Be in a German, the German PC market is so enormous. So the German and adventure so, games are alive and well. So in the adventure Germany. game never kind of died in Germany. It no, just, no, it just continued. Well, I don't know if it had a gap. I don't really know the history of German adventure games. It'd be interesting to look into. As a but journalist, this, you should. I should. But this this particular flagellate yourself for I not shall. doing so. This particular company are really care about the genre and are doing a great job, I think, and are getting closer and closer to getting it right as they as they go along. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. So. But so Tim Schafer, in fact, in his first video for the Kickstarter thing, said, you know, adventure games exist in our dreams and our memories. And well, in exactly. Germany. That worries me. I know, talk over the joke, Nick. But, um, and in Germany, yes, I know. And no, but they're popular. The, the, the games like Machinarium were really popular. Um, there's a few indie adventure games coming out all the time, and they're, and they're doing really well. Plus, there's a big resurgence in adventures in um, remakes, uh, classic, people carrying on classic adventure game series. As modders becoming professional gamers, game developers. Well, they'll be sued. No, they they got they came close. Activision, who owned the rights to all the Sierra properties, actually in the end, after massive pressure from the public, relented on stopping the King's Quest games from coming out 
and in the end have allowed them to just go wild with the with the license, really? which is great. Yes. Well, I mean, it's not like Roberta Williams is doing anything with them. Roberta Williams is completely helping them with the project. Yeah, like I say so it's not like she's making new versions exactly, of King's yeah. Quest. But Activision so. are just. Activision just, I think, just knee-jerked to the fact that something they owned was being <laughs> exactly, yes. and and wouldn't listen to reason. But then tens of thousands of emails started coming to them, and then they went, thought, "Oh, this is not worth the pain. We're not doing anything with it. They may as well." Yeah, and to be honest, at least they would make some money off the back catalogue, which you know, it's very possible people might get. But you can still buy the the uh, yeah. box sets of King's Quest and Space Quest, Police Quest. Yeah, Quest for Glory. I didn't know Quest for Glory. Oh, didn't you? I think you'd like those. They were kind of role-playing game meets adventure games. Mm, sounds like it could be a bad mix. Mm. Some of the, some of the, I think I can't remember which ones, but I think it might be four or five. It's superb. The sun's come out. I'm happier now. It's beautiful. Your mood has lifted. It, it was. It was very grey. It was. I think what was nasty and it probably didn't happen to you in Bath yesterday is that yesterday was like a beautiful spring day in the middle of February. Oh, okay. It was it was sunny, it was warm, the sky was blue. No, it was a gloomy, drizzly day in uh, And then we woke up this morning and it was all grey and nasty again. Oh, that's sad. But no, it's it's, it's gone pretty, hasn't it? It's like, I can't really tell, I can see a, a brick. Turn wall. around and look at the sun on the wall. Oh, sunny, Nick. Lying against sky. the wall well, like... That makes me frustrated like that I'm just going sp- to spend the entire day in trains. Buttery streaks. That was in the beginning of Brave New World where the sun was shining through the window into the hatchery. Oh yes, and I remember being very struck about how the the sun was described as falling through the window like buttery streaks. I haven't read any Huxley, should I? Yes, of course. You haven't read Brave New World. No. I mean, it gets very preachy in the last chapter, mm-hmm. but always before then. I mean, as I said, he's clearly. I mean, it doesn't actually predict the future. I mean, his in his future, there are a bunch of very bored uh, corporatist young people whose whose only solace is taking uh, little tablets and dancing all the night through to electronic music which of course <laughs> bears, bears no relationship to the real future but it's nevertheless interesting to read mm-hmm. for what he thought it would be mm-hmm. um, so there you are take take a tab of Soma and go and dance to the uh, electronic music or go and see the feelies when was it written? 1930s go, really? go and see the feelies not no. the movies you see what he did there the feelies yes you sat there and you were fiddled with in your Special Ooh. cinema chair. Oh, when did I saw a film like was that? It the 30s or 40s? I think it was the 40s. I don't know. You don't know. I can't remember. I I'm was too, in. Too <laughs> it's in the Chicago Aquarium. Oh, that this too, too sullied flesh with thorn resolve itself as a dew. Beautiful. I made that up. Not did you just not, on, not Shakespeare? Just I on just now, you just made it. Up. I just made that up. Yeah. Um, I was in Chicago Aquarium, and we went to see the 5D or 4D movie experience. I think it was. It was 85D. And we went in, and you sat down, and it, we went to see the. It was based on one of the Attenborough documentaries, um, and it was like a fifteen-minute compilation of various bits of penguins and polar bears and such like. Penguins. Um, and so, when they were underwater, they would blow bubbles out, and so you'd have all these bubbles would fill the room, and it would look, you know, have bubbles in front of you. So what it looked like is that you were watching telly with some bubbles in the room. That's right. <laughs> but there were, it was nicely done. Like if there was a breeze blowing, you would be put. There was a, the back of each chair. A, a lady would come. A lady would come up to with a straw. <laughs> Yeah. No, there was uh, blowers in the back of the chairs. So you get wind blown in your face, and it was it was very cheap and silly. Yes. But then at a certain point, you, uh, there's a big splash on the screen, at which point it squirts water directly in your face from the chair. That's just annoying. Right. That, that, at that point, no, no, actually, that's just it annoying. was just it was just annoying. But that was the closest I've got to a feely. And <laughs> um, uh, the new spider. No, that's not true because you probably watched a, a, a DVD where there's smoochies and you've had cuddles at the same time. No. 
I don't like to cuddle. That's true. Like Sit to... down on your hardback chair and watch this film, woman. <laughs> We're not here to canubiate. <laughs> Is that a new word? Yes. It's a good one. I quite like I it. I like it too. I shall use it again. It sounded convincing. Yeah. Um, how is Laura, by the way? I don't know. How, how's married life treating you? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, goodness. Yeah. Well, what can we do? Yeah. You're looking forward to watching your wedding video again and again every day for the rest of your life? Now, yes, that, I've given you, now that I've given you a You've finally copy. given it to me. I've done what I've done with it. I have lost it already. You've probably snapped the little SD card. I imagine too. so. Yeah. I intended not to put it in my pocket in case I would do that. Here I, it is. Yeah. I'm going to put it into my new... My exciting new computer! Is it a computer or is it a tablet? I don't know what to call it. I'm going with tablet. Everyone describes it as a tablet. But it's, it's not owned a... by Apple. It's got a... I know. It's owned by Mr. and Mrs. Google. Mm. Well, it's not really. It's owned by Asus. Or Azus, as I heard someone say the other day. Yeah. Well, Americans do have some strange pronunciations of certain things. For example, in, in, when you go on a... Th think of the numbers of some Boeing aircraft. Okay. Well, what, what model? Like, the jumbo jet is the Boeing... 747. Yeah. In America, 747. Of course it is, yes. And that's ridiculous. I mean, why, why do they do that, John? I mean, you're, they're your people. You should be able to explain. Um, uh, it's because uh, they don't say and in their numbers, I believe. Oh yeah, they say so 240, not 240. Exactly, and they'll say... Or they even say 240. And the date is 2012, not 2012. And indeed, any number over 1,000 yeah. is 1,002, not 1,002. Their use of value is also odd. They say, that's a $12 value. Yes, they do. Although I've noticed that Living Social, the company that does uh, discount vouchers... Or, or, or so, social, phrase so, over social, here. social, as they sometimes say in the movie. No, it's that social security. Social security, yeah. yeah. Um, they are funny people, aren't they? What a funny bunch! With their screwed up health system and their death penalties. Their death penalties and their wacky ways. We'll have their health system soon. Woohoo! Thanks to your MP. I'm going to be in America next week. I'll be Which flying today in a week, to, a week today. Will you? Coming from the street. Why are you going to America? I'm going to GDC. Will they be plying whores on you? No, I'm afraid it's under my own wallet. Well, under Rock Paper Shotgun's own wallet. Will Rock Paper Shotgun be yes. sponsoring tax, whores. tax exempt whores? Whores as far as the eye can as see. As long as you keep their receipts. I have a whore bed, a bed made out of whores. Um, and they offer a turn down service. And they fold the whores in half. The chocolate's on the whore pillow. The chocolate's on the whore, it's lovely. Is the chocolate itself a whore, though? <laughs> no. Racist. <laughs> Mm. And it's just basically GDC is just basically a festival of whoring where you just go and see all the various different whores from the various different companies. And funnily enough, it, it, that is pretty much what it is. Actually, it's not. The Game Developers Conference is quite different. It's mostly like about a thousand seminars. Mm. Something ridiculous. And what will you be learning? I'm, I've picked out some seminars that look really interesting. I can't remember what they are now, but some really good, interesting ones. Experimental gameplay project. Very much looking forward to that. They do. Um, there was one um, developer's parents ranting about game development, which I thought was mm -hmm. fun, but it clashes with a meeting I have to go to. That's you don't have to go to any meeting. Don't well, st okay, no. stick it to the man. I agree. A meeting I want to go to, I should say. What's happening at the special secret meeting? There's nothing I'm just going to go and see a game. What game? I can't remember. I can pull up my Google calendar. No, please don't. But tell me the genre. Is it going to be shooting men in the face? No, or I don't think giving men special charms? I, I cannot remember which game clashes with that. Victoria says she's upset about the way people on Rock Paper Shotgun call casual gamers scum. She says because that's I... a, she says that's impl she thinks that's implicitly a little bit sexist as well. Mm. 
Most casual scum. games are women. Scum most casual games, yeah, but it, it, it's most casual games are women. So you're yes, effectively they are. saying, oh, those scum games. I, you I know, dog whistling. I too have a problem with um, the, dis- the way. What's wrong with casual games? The way hardcore gamers, as the average drop paper shotgun really would be, well, yes. dismiss casual gaming. It's casual gaming. Has, I've just been playing a casual game. Um, so you're scum from out by Alloway. You are scum. Alloway, how you say? It? Yeah. I think casual gaming has offers some fantastic games, and I think what happens is people will realise if they had to, they would realise there are certain games they play that are casual. So mm. if they ever enjoy the game of, um, I'm a braces blank on it, the match three game with the role playing game elements, that's a casual game. Mm. Um, if they play Peggle or Bejeweled mm. or Bookworm, then they play ladies do play Bejeweled. Yes, like ladies play Bejeweled in their in their literally tens of millions. That's mm. Astonishing. Something like when I left the house this morning, um, Victoria was playing at Wasp Eating Judith. Really? Mm. See, men play Peggle, that's a man's game. Yeah, they're Peggle. (laughs) Plants vs. Zombies. Most hardcore gamers have played that, that's a casual game. You basically have to accept that there are casual. There are bad casual games, and it's like it's like anyone looking at another thing. Well, there are bad, exactly. there are bad big games. You go, I in my world of gaming, there's these amazing, excellent games, and in your world, it's just all dross because you forget that most of yours is dross too. Uh, there was also this um, big hoo ha about the lady who said that she didn't really like games, mm. especially the shooty games. She wanted to fast forward through the Jennifer Hessler, who was a lead writer at Bioware. And the thing is. I mean, I think she was being too precious and friendly. She, she, she shouldn't. She shouldn't review games if she doesn't like games. She doesn't review games. She writes them. Yeah. Um, so that's so, irrelevant. So, she was being precious but but then again, Victoria was going on about how she felt this revealed the deep uh, seam. Her, the, re, mm. the, re, the reaction to her revealed a deep seam of sexism in the gaming world. And I, said, I, I said I don't think it's specifically sexism that it reveals. What did you think? I, I, oh, it's not the sort of sexism that you think it is. Mm-hmm. It's more that there is a certain sort of infantile mindset in the certain gamer which is not the modern kind of grown-up um, sexism but it's more the playground ooh girls dirty pull their pigtails sort of sexism it's the kind of no sadly, girls are these others the the smelly girls or the the silly girls I think that's sad, more the way it sadly is. it's much more unpleasant than that the I believe the root of all of this anti-hepler stuff is homophobia the oh she's a lesbian as well. I don't know. I have no idea about her sexuality. I was told she was a lesbian by by somebody. I genuinely have no who idea. Seems to think she is. Um, I believe she's also Jewish, which a lot of people are attacked her for that. Right. Um, she was called a Jewish C. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. I wonder why? Um, what, the, what did that have to do with the fact that she wanted to fast well, forward some boring so parts of things? I don't think it's sexism in as much as she's being picked on because she's a no. That's not. I don't think. I think that. It's, she, it's, is, it's not that the people are sexist. They're just picking on her because she's a woman. No, 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 no. I'm trying to. <laughs> so it's not sexist. The attacks are sexist. The attacks yeah. are misogynistic in the extreme. Yes. The attacks are anti-Semitic in the extreme. Yes. But I don't think they're picking on her because she's and a homophobic. Jew. I don't think they're picking on her because she's a Jew. I think they're picking. I think they're using these things to attack her. I think they're picking on her because they are homophobic because she writes lots of. Um, she has been accused of, but the company she works for writes lots of gay characters into their games. Gay so or you, omnisexual, there yeah, is a both, difference. Both. Because omnisexual is a bit of a cop-out. Oh, well, yeah, you'll just screw everything. Yeah. Are there any actual yes. proper... Yes, there are. Gay uh, In the Dragon Age games, there are characters, and, and in Mass Effect, I think, there are characters who are bi, and will... Or what, the way they normally work is you can choose to play a male or female character. Their sexuality changes in accordance to which character you play. So, yes, if you replayed the game as the opposite sex, you would realise they're omnisexual, but... 
uh, you don't. So as you play through, they are just gay because they're only interested in your sex. Do you know what? Do you, do you know what? Um, okay, so but can I finish the point before you change subject? Um, but what happens in these games, and I've experienced this this anger in other circumstances, is um, the the characters will come on to you. So that people say, I don't care if there are gay characters in the game. I just don't want them coming on to me. So if you play, and I know, so if you play Dragon Age as a guy, there's a character called, I forget his name, Zephon or something like that. He's a gay elf. And he will actively, All elves, okay. he is very um, overt and he's very flirtatious and he will, he will come on to you very overtly and clearly. Mm. And he'll be quite lewd well, you know as he elves, does it. You know what elves are like. And you can react to him by saying, Oh no way! I'm not gay. Elvis. Or you can say, "Sorry, I'm not interested." Or you can say, "Oh, you're quite nice." Or you can say, "Yeah, hey," and you can choose. Right. So you can e- you can even have a I don't agree with homosexuality reaction in Dragon Age, bizarrely. But or but what people object to is the fact that he comes on to you. They feel threatened by that, and that's what. Whenever I've had this debate before, that's what's come up as a thing people are so upset about. Which I think is really interesting. And she is the one who's blamed of fetishizing gay homosexuality. That's what these attackers have been saying. She's a fetishist. She fetishizes homosexuality. But I have no idea what Hep has written or whether she has. But even if she did, for the gay but characters. even but even if she did, so what? I, exactly. And I'm sure there are plenty of games where you've got these buxom women coming up to you. Of course, that's fetishizing ladies. Fetishizing heterosexuality, yeah. and, and that I think I don't. I may be wrong, but I think that's what it comes down to: is a real this hideous seam of. Homophobia that is in the gaming world. Well, you 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 saw it earlier the year. Well, exactly last year, last year exactly. Yeah. It is it is. It horrible. just seems popping up all the time. But it's not unique to gaming. It is. That's how big homophobia is. In I'll the world. tell you. I'll tell you what's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. A first-person shooter where your avatar, your character, mm-hmm. turns out to be gay, and actually enacts it and sort of tries to rescue the man and kisses him or something like that. That will never happen. Not in a proper, maybe in some sort of indie remix or whatever, but not in anything that's released by Activision, say. Or I similar. can't, I can't think of it. There are gay characters in mainstream games, but no, not yeah, sort of not the tokenistic, characters. non, non. No, no, I don't. You can't, you can't assume that. But non, I can't think of a gay player character other than. I can't think of a gay player character. Look at that. Exactly. That other than, other than, in, ro- other than in role-playing games where you can make the choice to yeah, play. Yeah, a gay that, yeah, that's cheating. But it would be. Well, commercial. It's not cheating, and it's actually fantastic. It would possible. be commercial suicide to actually. I release. think it probably would be. Mm. But the fact that you can play gay in in these Bioware games and as a co- and the game will react and allow you to be gay, not just I went off with a boy rather than a girl, but actually to be gay mm. is is it's not brilliant as in not brilliantly portrayed yet. But Bioware seem to care about having that be an option, and that is great. But yes, I can't. I I may be wrong, but I can't think of an openly gay player character. Maybe there is one, and someone will correct us. So if you well, if somebody wants to email podcastrundoings.com, they can mm-hmm. and let us know. I mean, yep. not that you will, but you know, in theory, you could. <laughs> Some people do email us. You're too mean. No, they don't. They've never emailed us ever. No one's ever sent us an email ever. No, it's a Tyler Durden moment. Nobody's <laughs> ever. You've been emailing yourself. Since <laughs> you are apparently yeah. my Tyler Durden, that would mm. make perfect sense. Mm. Shall we end this now? I think we've done the right length. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. And sorry about the weird echo. That's okay, I forgive you. At Rum Doings, please. Uh, hashtag Rum Doings. Uh, podcast at rumdoings.com. iTunes www.rumdoings.com. iTunes review. Thing. iTunes review. Facebook. Uh, tell your friends. Retweet. That's the thing. We've, we've kind of got to 10,000 listeners and we've been there for a really yeah, long time. Yeah. If you, it's time to get to 20,000. Exactly. Or 100,000. If people could just get off their bums and tell a few people about us. I say, and, and people have actually argued, how do you sell 
Hold on, well, don't just just put it on while you're forcing them to have a car journey with you or something. That's, That's a good idea. Definitely do. Or the next time someone says, "Do you have any good podcasts to listen to?" Say, "Oh, you should listen to." Say, 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 they just ramble on a bit, but it's good while you're washing the dishes, which is the mm-hmm. worst task in the universe. I like washing dishes. I genuinely love it. It's warm hands, process of making dirty things go clean. It's all good. I've said that before. Gay anyway. freak. <laughs> you're such a homophobe you're a video gamer aren't you racist this was the first episode of Rum Doings to be entirely recorded on Linux it was that's exciting isn't it yeah. actually that's not true because we recorded one on your laptop once I guess. anyway I'll do shut up now bye be quiet